Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. We are live. This is Jack. This is Ball vs. Life returning. What up, JC? What up, Jack? Hot mic coming through, bro. I know, I know. Look, it's just me and you this time, bro. Me and you. <laughs> just like old times, brother. Just like old times. But yeah, uh, it's, it's fitting. It's fitting because we got Lakers and Warriors in the play-in. So just me and you on this podcast. <laughs> how uh, how appropriate. But uh, you know what? I'll take it this this time around, man. Because like last year around playoff time, which wasn't a year ago, actually, because of the pandemic uh shortened season um you know we weren't in play <laughs> you know my team wasn't even in the in the mix so it's nice mm-hmm. to be playing some meaningful good meaningful games at this point in the point of the year man so we'll see there's nothing like it man there's nothing like playing meaningful games because as you as you said when you're out of it and you're used to being in it it's a lonely place dude <laughs> there's nothing yeah. really like there's no one you're really rooting for you're just watching it like the game's being played and you're like cool if they win if he, that team wins sometimes you root against some teams because you got some rivalry going yeah. but in general you're like i don't really care <laughs> yeah I was, I was just a bitter grub looking for upsets and trying to make sure that you know people just get you know disappointed and i, I you know when you say you're looking for upsets you're looking for lakers to lose right <laughs> i was i was i was putting out that energy uh, uh primarily not because of you guys because you know all, y'all my homies but uh you know mr james isn't really my um my my friend um so you know, but you know, he pulled through last season, so yeah. we'll see what happens this season. Yeah, and we'll talk we'll get into that. We'll get into all that. There's a lot to break down because a lot happened today and a lot's gonna happen in the next coming weeks or the next week, let's just put it that way. Yeah, um, <laughs> but first and foremost, man, Saturday, it was the Hall of Fame induction ceremony day or however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. And we got Kobe, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and of course some others that I don't know too well. I mean Rudy Tomjanovich and um, Tamika Catchings, yeah, um, as the notable people that got enshrined, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was it was interesting. It was interesting to say the least because I've never watched a Hall of Fame ceremony, so it was kind of eye opening. And it, it took a while actually. There's a you know the speeches. It's not like those Oscar speeches where you get like I don't know like a minute, two minutes. Like they can go on for some time. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so it's cool. It's cool that they get their time to shine. And I don't know. Did you catch any of it? I didn't actually have a chance mm-hmm. to catch any of it. I mean, I caught the highlights nice. uh, as it was shown uh, on social media primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't watch it like live. I wouldn't even know where to catch it. Was it like NBA TV or something? It was like on that. ESPN actually because uh, of Kobe Bryant. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, yeah. I mean, this was a. I mean, aside from the fact that it, this is one of the like the biggest classes mm. i do feel like it's really hard to you know compete against like names like kg kobe yeah. and tim duncan you know like it's just the kobe factor just really increased it to like 10 times the level in terms of how how much coverage they had with this so it was interesting so how was it i didn't see it what was your I, take i watched um a decent portion of it uh, mm. i actually watched a lot of the speeches um which was it was just cool uh obviously like my expectations was for MJ to speak, but he didn't. And I think that was just me being ill-informed, ill-informed. Because at the end of the day, it was Vanessa Bryant who spoke on Kobe's behalf, which is, which is makes sense. If you really think about it at the end of the day, Um, I just didn't think that she would, because 
uh, I don't know. It was just something like when you have MJ up there, I just the expectation is MJ is going to say something because he's obviously the greatest player to play the game. <laughs> um, and he spoke on in Kobe at Kobe's memorial, and it was obviously really touching. But mm. yeah, she 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 had a, a really good speech, and she spoke from the heart, and it seemed like it was really difficult for her to pull through on that because it's obviously very emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure she's still still going through. But hey, you know what? She did she did Kobe. I don't know if justice is the right word, but he she celebrated his accomplishments and what mm-hmm. he meant to the game and to people like the fans and the people in his life that really like helped him to the point in his career that that he obviously made, which is one of the greatest of all time. So that was really cool to see. And I wouldn't say as, as a closure thing, but I think at this point, going through all the things that we went through in the last year with Kobe in, in particular, the tragedy, it was not closure, but more now we can celebrate him mm-hmm. and really it put like a, I don't know, a feather on the cap in, mm-hmm. ter- in terms of the Hall of Fame to be like, wow, Kobe, okay, you know, you're you're in the Hall of Fame, bro. Like, yeah. rest easy up there, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's what the ceremony is meant to be. It's a mm-hmm. celebration, right? So I think every, you know, we've gone through the, the morning already, mm-hmm. and the, you know, with the service and all of that stuff. And as emotional as it was, I think it's time to kind of, you know, flip the page over and just celebrate what yeah. his contributions are to primarily basketball i mean obviously he's gotten bigger than basketball Mm -hmm. with everything that he's done for like women's sports and just you know la period Mm -hmm. and that's been well chronicled already but at Mm -hmm. least from the hall of fame perspective it's just celebrating his his contributions to basketball um and you know at, at least based on what i saw um you know vanessa was able to really capture you know kobe's passion for the game yeah. Uh, and I think she did a, a good job of storytelling uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and give the perspective that, you know, uh, again, she represented. I'm sure Kobe, if Kobe were there, he would have been, yeah. I don't know. I, I can only imagine like how poignant, how, yeah. I, I don't know, like just amazing that that that, that speech will, mm-hmm. will be. But, you know, it's something that we'll never have. And I think Vanessa being up there. You know, it's just a, a nice little consolation prize. Yeah, man, it's a tall task, dude. Like, you know, you're trying to encapsulate, encapsulate someone's whole career, man. <laughs> you know, and he put everything into the game of basketball. I mean, this man worked tirelessly. His stories are legend, bro. I mean, yeah. you know, him waking up at 3, 4 a.m. to train. And then, yeah, it's, you know, he gave everything to the game. So it's cool that he gets all the props now. Not that he didn't do get it before, but just to look reflect back for the fans and for his people that helped him along the way his family all the trainers and all the his teammates and his rivals even you know like to be yeah. like dang man he went to battle yeah in many ways that that's actually like a good way to celebrate him it's just like mm-hmm. the stories like the different perspectives that people had with him you know folks that he competed against his mm-hmm. peers like KG and and Tim Duncan Jordan already said his piece about that and just even just the images like for me like just seeing all the social media yeah. about like Kobe's top moments like in many ways like you know like that Matt Barnes thing that mm-hmm. thing with him peering over with Jordan like mm-hmm. all the game winning shots like I don't know it's just kind of really nostalgic to be able to kind of see and celebrate everything that he's done for the game you know at least for me a non-Laker fan mm. I mean I couldn't appreciate what he did while yeah. he was doing it because, you know, he was in many ways public enemy number one for yeah. us because he was just kind of, you know, he, he was just kind of just, you know, 
burying us with with all of his greatness mm-hmm. but now like you know in the hall from a hall of fame perspective it's just nice to be able to kind of celebrate what he did man he was truly an amazing pioneer mm-hmm. athlete mm-hmm. i don't even know player i guess yeah. that's the best way you could just say mm-hmm. and you know i'm glad he's in the hall of fame much much deserved yeah yeah and that's a we can just leave it there you know it's it's obviously much deserved and you know kudos to kg and tim duncan too i mean those two were also obviously two all-time great power force to ever play so that's it's cool that he got in that you know they all were able to like kind of go out together in terms of being celebrated you know Um, i can't believe i remember when those guys were drafted it just ages me man so much and now (laughs) they're like literally you know yeah it's crazy man and uh yeah man it's just a nice nice mix of personalities those guys are just like kg like, and tim duncan different... are like opposites dude. yeah dude they're, they're opposites, <laughs> Total opposites. Uh, side of the spectrum and yeah. kobe is just he doesn't kobe doesn't even fit in the spectrum man no. he's just one of a kind you know what i mean so, yeah yeah so fun. yeah it's cool that got to see some of that and let's move forward dude let's move mm-hmm. forward to what mm-hmm. happened tonight man yeah man. So the, the warriors had a big game tonight dude yeah dude all the teams played tonight apparently so there's yeah. like it was crazy man and then a lot was at stake obviously you brought it up the warriors played the mm-hmm. grizzlies for like a play-in game mm-hmm. uh given how rough the season has been i didn't even like for a moment there, I thought we were lottery bound, dude. So to even <laughs> sniff playoff contention, I I couldn't even imagine that we were at this this place. I mean, the one thing for sure is you are at the place where you're at because of one player. Oh yeah, <laughs> Steph, yeah. motherfucking Curry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I saw a stat earlier, and I, I might be wrong about this, but in the mm-hmm. month of April and obviously into May, I mean, this man averaged like 37 points or something like that. I mean, yeah, it was, that it is was something like that. Epic yeah. level stuff. So you you would not be here if not like just being having the record of 39 and 33 where you were before. Mm-hmm. Incredible, dude. Incredible run. <laughs> yeah, dude. We were like again. We were lottery bound when he busted his mm-hmm. ass on that stanchion oh, over at Houston, man. man. When he had that broken butt, yeah, that had happened. Like things were really looking bleak. I mean, when he was out there, we our team lost by sixty points <laughs> to Toronto, right? And yeah. Toronto had lost fourteen out of the fifteen. So, <sighs> you know, his. Pre- I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he's not gonna win MVP. But if there's mm-hmm. a case for MVP, this past month and a half is as compelling a case a player can make, you know, for an MVP consideration. Yeah. And, yeah, dude. He ended up with, what, 32 points per game for the season? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Facing triple teams on the regular because our team is, for the most part, trash. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, Draymond's there, and Draymond brings a lot to the table. Yeah. But he's not a scorer, man. Like, they, they going to leave him alone. And, you know, it's quite an impressive run. I mean, when I watch... We're going to get into today's game, but when I watch Steph and Dre, they're symbiotic connection is mm-hmm. next level dude like mm-hmm. sure they make some mistakes as any basketball players do in terms of a duo but they just know man they know each other's game so well it, yeah their connection is it's like telekinesis out there man they yeah just, dude yeah, it's a it's beautiful to watch man it, it it's really just is, like man. dre just knows yeah. Steph's spots yeah. Steph knows how to use dre's uh court vision screening you know and all of that it's just 
I don't know, man. It's just a joy to watch. I don't know how it is from your perspective. You know, obviously you're competing against us in mm-hmm. most of the games, but just from a fan perspective, and I know there are a lot of Dre and Curry haters out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful basketball, bro. It is, dude. It is. That's why I said, man, just, there's just something that if you play ball, you know, man. If especially yeah. if you have a chemistry with somebody, obviously probably not to the level Steph and Dre have. Yeah. They've been teammates for years, but yeah, even when you play with your homeboys, you just kind of know their game. So you, yeah, there it's that that thing that we can kind of connect on, whether it's rivals or whatnot. It's just if you've been pl- if you played ball with someone for a long time, that's that connection that you can kind of see. That's yeah. a beautiful thing, man. Absolutely. And if you play ball, you want these both of those types of players on your squad. Yeah. So. If you're a hater, if you're actually an actual player that plays the game, mm-hmm. you know you sure as hell want A, a Draymond on your team, and B, a Steph Curry that could kind of help everything on your squad. So. No doubt, dude. And that bridges me into talking about what was at stake tonight, dude. So let's for the Warriors, there was a lot at stake because the couple nights before, I think Golden State and Memphis rested all their players because they knew it was going to come down to this game. It didn't really matter this the last game. So this was the big night. It was essentially a playoff game, dude, mm. because you don't want to lose this game. What happens yeah. when you lose this game is you're going to be in the ninth seed. You have to play San Antonio. You have to mm. win that game just to have a chance at playing the winner of obviously the Lakers and Warriors at this point to get the eighth seed, right? So you lose yeah. this game. You have to win two, dude, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty and that's much. a brutal just, road in. Yeah. I mean, you don't, want to, you don't want to match up with any teams. Any extra game that you play is a mm. risk for injury any mm-hmm. any team out there that's in contention could knock you out so it's like a knockout game so you really don't want to play that extra game uh if you don't have to don't mm-hmm. get me wrong the 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 eight seed still needs to play two games but at least yeah. you have two shots exactly you know what I mean? exactly that's what you want you want as many shots in the chamber as you can have you don't want to like you know lose this game and then yeah it's the potential of you not having a playoff run you know you just want to see your team in the playoffs dude doesn't matter what seed you are you just wanted them in like it sucks to be outside as you've been telling us in the beginning of this this episode yeah so what went down tonight man this was all all in for this game everyone all the players that were healthy played dude yeah i mean it it was again you know since two years Mm. i mean i've seen two years of bad 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 warrior basketball so this was like the most important game that they played at chase center it was a playoff atmosphere sans the crowd obviously just because Mm. they were still kind of you know towards the tail end of covid Mm. um and it was just as competitive man i mean memphis is a young team and they came in with a chip on their shoulder um you know they have a lot to prove and i mean it's like you know, coming into the first quarter, they really came through with just a lot of energy. I mean, mm-hmm. Memphis was up. It seems like they were up double digits in the first first quarter, and I was mm-hmm. like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, this, you know, this could be a long game just because, you know, Memphis came in with energy, and I've seen way too many Warrior games where they <laughs> just kind of shit the bed. Like they just don't match the 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 competition in terms of energy and they just kind of wither away mm. but the difference is you have players like steph curry and draymond mm-hmm. green who are battle tested man and yep. they've been through a lot of uh, <laughs> of meaningful games suffice mm. to say and they've been able to kind of right the ship um um 
later on in the game. <laughs> credit to the 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 actually the bench actually the second quarter like mm. uh, I was actually really skeptical as to what would happen, but the Warriors bench with Jordan Poole yeah. um, and Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins starts, but he he kind of plays with the bench. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the second quarter, and they were able to make a run, man. And then Memphis's uh, inexperience kind of played a role, uh, and they, you know, they kind of squander the lead, and it mm-hmm. lights out after that when uh, Mr. Curry goes uh, bonkers. What was oh, it from your perspective? What do you see? Yeah, I, I was watching the game, uh, and yeah, you could see the the grit in the the Grizzlies, but they have also a lot of inexperience on their end. So you could see just throughout the game that this wasn't it was going to be a close one, to be honest, because. As you said, and we were talking on the side, is once Curry goes out of the game, you guys struggle big time, dude. <laughs> so it's pretty much buying time anytime you have a lead to maintain a semblance of a lead still. Because once he goes out, dude, that lead is gone, dude. It's yeah, like it just man. vanishes. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. incredible, actually. Yeah. So and our group text, like, uh, like you know, our friends would be like, hey, you know, Warriors up by double digits. <laughs> and I'm like, at the back of, like, sometimes I would write, <laughs> write it but i think you got tired of my my <laughs> pessimism but yeah. like today i was actually in the middle of typing like watch what's gonna happen man yeah. we're gonna lose this lead and yeah. sure enough they did lose the lead and you know there's just a talent deficit man it's mm-hmm. just like the talent mm-hmm. drop off from you know obviously steph curry which is arguably i don't even want to start that argument but like you know one of the top players mm-hmm. ever to play the game mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know what i mean to I don't even know. Nico Mannion. <laughs> he even get some run. Mulder. You know I mean? the bed. Yeah, Mulder. Mm. You know, it just, yeah, it's it's tough, especially when, you know, other teams are really competing at a high level. But they somehow survived tonight. Yeah, it's interesting because you could tell this is obviously a playoff game because the rotation was super short for both teams. I think um, you guys played eight-player rotation, essentially. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's no f- messing around, dude. The starters are going to play, like, almost 40 minutes you know in a must win so curry definitely put in his minutes i mean curry did not keep him out and i know for a lot of warriors fans and a lot of people skeptical of curry curry the entire year was play curry more but look i guess he was looking about the long game too you know you can't burn curry out because you're gonna have to need him especially in games like this where you got to play him 40 minutes man Exactly, exactly. With that eight-man rotation, actually, that included Mulder. So imagine it's like a seven-man rotation. Yeah, really I know, dude. He put but, in 14 but, minutes, but that those were painful 14 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, man. And uh, again, it's just surviving those those you know those minutes. It's just it's tough. And I think Steve Kerr over over the year has kind of tweaked the formula. Before yeah. he would just kind of let him play through, but I think now he kind of staggers talent a little bit more, yeah. mixes and matches. The people that he has out there, we do have injuries. You know, Kelly Uber is not playing. I know. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like that's a key rotation mm-hmm. piece that's not out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He could he could match up For with sure. a you know with a lot, a lot of different players. He could you know put players like John Morant to work harder yeah. just because of his length and his athleticism so it's really really tough for us to win the margin for error is really really low mm-hmm. and we really <laughs> we need Steph to be playing at an MVP level to even sniff competing in the playoffs um so yeah man it's it was interesting did well, def- you see the first quarter man <laughs> i did i did watch the first quarter dude size gives you guys fits dude exactly. <laughs> i mean yeah. uh valanchunas man he was killing you guys inside he's the leading yeah. offensive rebounder in the nba dude and then we got kavon looney who's barely six nine and draymond who's barely six seven 
And Valish Eunice is what pushing seven feet, two hundred and what sixty, two hundred seventy pounds. Mm-hmm. He was eating us up, yeah. man. Yeah, I think he ended up with twenty nine points at sixteen boards. Yeah, that's yeah. just like yeah. that's a hell of a game, you know. So yeah, that's that's what I noticed, dude. <laughs> the whole first half and just the whole game, actually. I was like, yeah. man, once that guy catches in the paint, it's over. <laughs> yeah, There's no man. real rim protection. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And credit to the to our quote unquote bigs, mm-hmm. uh, competing and trying oh, yeah. to make it hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's hard to guard a big man uh, mm-hmm. down there, but at least you know, at least with the other. Uh, you know, slashers or whomever, they try to, you know, challenge shots mm-hmm. and make it hard. But, you know, when you have a big man, it's 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 tough. So that's why the James Wiseman injury, as as developing as James Wiseman was, it's hard to to, to swallow that pill, man, just because he, he gave us a, a presence down low, mm-hmm. which it's not there right now. Yeah, and watching the game after the, the, the first half, I felt like... I felt like it was going to be close, but I thought, I thought this, and this, this is exactly what happened. I was like, I think the Warriors are going to come out strong in the third, because mm-hmm. that's what teams with experience usually do. They mm-hmm. come out blazing in the third and establish, look, you know, we we need to we need to clamp down, you know, mm-hmm. kind of get, you know, it's like a boxers, you know, they're they're feeling each other out the first and second quarter, and mm-hmm. in the third quarter, the championship medal team teams or boxers are going to be the ones that really take control, and that's what happened in the third, right? Yeah. Absolutely, Steph went bonkers. Oh, yeah. I think. I mean, I think they made adjustments as well. I mean, mm-hmm. they were. I mean, Dylan Brooks was doing a good job. I, I mean, this has been the case for the whole year, where mm-hmm. Steph is getting double, if not mm-hmm. triple. There are even photos out there where there were four players <laughs> guarding him out there. So, I mean, that's the scouting report. They know if you kill the head of the snake, then the snake is 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 game over, mm-hmm. and that's what Memphis was trying to do, but. I think, uh, you know, with the bench hitting some shots, mm-hmm. you know, with Jordan Poole hitting a couple of shots just to kind of give Steph a little bit of breathing space with an additional shooter yeah. uh, or, or at least a playmaker out there just to be able to do that. And then just some nifty passing, right? Like Steph was able to kind of use, uh, you know, the defenders overplaying him and finding cutters uh, on the lane, they were able to kind of break loose. And, you know, once they kind of break loose and the defense softens up, then, you know, it gives Steph a little bit of space and then he just goes nuclear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't even know how much he ended up with. 46, baby. Oh, jeez, dude. Man. He actually almost had a triple a double, dude. 46? No, no, yeah. it was not a quiet 46. It was not a quiet you 46. You felt every single shot he hit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It was not a quiet 46, but, you know, like, I don't know, man. It's just like after the first quarter, like he was he was bottled up in the first half, dude. They were like they were he was really struggling, but then he blew up in the second half. Yeah, I mean, and this is why he won the scoring title, man. man. You know, it was just like it's just he he just finds a way to just you know just (laughs) go nuclear. Basically, that's the 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 best word I can describe it. He just kind of goes nuclear. He just kind of finds a way in the third quarter or closing minutes just Mm -hmm. to you know get some shots. You know, defense softens up. Maybe foul trouble kind of keeps folks a little bit less aggressive. And then he just starts, you know, the shot making is unprecedented, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, his 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 true shooting percentage oh, is gosh. crazy. Even even like uh, dunkers and like, you know, like it's almost like Will Chamberlain levels in terms yeah. of like efficiency. So you, you got to give the man his due. Jeez. 
Yeah, so let me ask you then, since you mentioned it. I mean, he clinched the scoring title with, mm-hmm. as a Warriors fan. What does that mean, dude, for you? Uh, it means that he is still capable of playing at a very, very high level. Mm-hmm. I think last year, mm-hmm. when Steph was hurt, I think people forgot how transcendent he is of a talent, mm-hmm. if you really kind of think about it. In many ways, it might have played out in free agency. I mean, the clay injury played in a role, but, you know, maybe people forgot that, like, you got number 30 on your team, you're going to have a shot to compete. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, him just being able to, you know, shut all the doubters, because that's, a, I mean, I heard a lot of, like, chatter before the season where, you know, Steph. Even at the start of the season, right? You know, mm-hmm. Steph's you know, Steph's overrated. You know what I mean? And for him to be able to to come through, finish the season, go through injuries, mm. not really have the same talent level that he's had before, yeah, and have and finish the season the way he did, he really made a statement that he's a one of the all time greats, and mm-hmm. b that he could still carry a team even at his age, man. He yeah. needed three points to beat Bradley Beal, and Bradley Beal had a a fucking tremendous season, he did. dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's, it just kind of tells you how you know historic in many ways the season was, uh, given the amount of defense he had and just you know lack of help, quote unquote. Let me uh, let me and, enlighten people with a fact. All right. Mm-hmm. Curry's 33. He actually becomes the oldest scoring champion since Jordan led the, led the league with 28.7 at the time for Jordan when he won the scoring yeah. title in 1997-98 yeah. season. And he was yeah. 35. So this is yeah. pretty pretty unprecedented stuff at his yeah. age, actually. I mean, to be able to be mentioned in the same breath mm-hmm. as MJ, that's like... And there's been a lot of good... Pl- a lot of good players that's mm-hmm. come through since Jordan, man. Kobe is in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... That's, I mean, that's what it is. And my hope is that Steph finally gets his due. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people that are going to be like, you know, hey, still got some players out there. But, like, dude, I've watched the whole season. Mm -hmm. Defenses, defensive game plans Mm -hmm. are centered around him. And this is a guy who is 6'3", barely a buck 80 mm-hmm. maybe he's a little bit more now i mean he put in work yeah he I'm did put saying, in work like, he doesn't have any physical advantages over nba players they are literally game planning teams game plan around him double and triple teaming with no physical advantage and he's still able to do this kind of thing so mm-hmm. give, you know give the man his due give yeah. the man his due so i think hope- i think he's the perfect example of skill development you know yeah, dude. Obviously, he has physical attributes. Look, I mean, you can't be at the highest level and not have like a physical, decent physical attributes. But in comparison to some of these crazy athletes Mm -hmm. that the NBA Mm -hmm. has, I mean, this man is just so skilled, dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's to be appreciated, man. That definitely is appreciated. I actually think him and Kyrie are probably the two most skilled players I've ever watched. Man, Kyrie is a magician out there. You know what I mean? Like, the amount of skill that that dude shows. Props to him, by the way, for saying the stuff that he said. Mm. We're not going to unpack that, but yeah. I got a lot of respect from Kyrie, actually, for this week mm. when he spoke. But uh, going back to his skill, yeah. these guys are just next level, man. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they pretty are, they're raising literally the level of the league because 
anytime someone performs at such a high level, you know, people are aspiring to to, to emulate that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you got like Trey Young, who's quote unquote the next coming of Curry because he's modeled his game very similarly to to Curry. So it's just yeah, yeah he's inspiring a generation, dude. Of yeah. hey, guys that are six three, six two, whatever. That if I if I hone my skill, I can maybe make it in the NBA. That's crazy, right? Exactly, exactly. So enjoy it while it's there, man. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Kobe with his Hall know, of Fame man. thing. Like, if you knew what would happen to Kobe, you would watch mm-hmm. all of his games a little bit differently. Yeah, enjoy man. it, savor it a little bit more. And I hope a lot of people can savor this because I don't know, man. I don't know if we're ever going to see anybody like Steph again, man. It's just like the numbers that he puts mm-hmm. out there, the efficiency, and just the fun, the enjoyment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you. You know what I mean? I've had a rough year, bro. But, like, watching him do his things, like, I can't forget, mm. like, everything that I'm carrying, all the burdens that I'm carrying. Mm. It's just fun, dude. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, you know, we got to appreciate it while it's there. And it, it's it's interesting because you were saying that earlier it was not quiet 46. And mm-hmm. much of Curry's scoring is never quiet because he plays with such a joy. It's mm-hmm. kind of the opposite of Kobe, right? Kobe plays with an intensity. Not that Curry doesn't, but it's a different kind of mm-hmm. intensity, right? Yeah. Rarely do you see Kobe enjoying the game like Curry in terms of the fun yeah. aspect. Yeah. But they're ne- the scoring's never quiet because they yeah. it's the passion. You know, yeah. it's just channeled differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. That's the beauty of Curry. You know, it's funny because someone was always like, I mean... I don't want to open up a, a Pandora's box mm. in terms of Curry conversation, but like there's there, there was this thing where I was watching and people were kind of trying to understand why Curry gets so much hate. Cause a lot of people mm. think he's arrogant with the, you know, with the mm. shimmies and mm. all like the, the smiling and all of that stuff. Mm. I think uh, one thing I want to point out and I'm, I'm chiming in from mm. what other people have said is Steph plays uh, to have fun mm. when he's having fun it's not necessarily to show up other players because mm-hmm. there are players out there who and i i love russell westbrook's intensity right yeah. but when russell westbrook like dunks on someone he likes to stare someone down yes. and like there's like the, that energy is kind of directed at like a player or mm-hmm. an opponent mm-hmm. the difference with steph is when he's having fun mm. He's just in the moment, just enjoying the game for what it is. And it, mm-hmm. it, it's hard for people to understand this if you don't play the game. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you play the game, like, I mean, it's a game. Yeah. That, that's exactly what it is. And you kind of want to have fun with it. And I don't know. People sometimes misconstrue the quote-unquote antics, mm-hmm. you know. I guess it sucks because if you're on the other <laughs> Yeah, side, I was going to say, if, if you're, you're on the really other side, are. yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but, but do know that if you're on the other side, that he's not doing it to shame other players or mm-hmm. to show them up, quote unquote. Mm. It's him just enjoying the game for what it is and enjoying doing something great, right? Yeah. So next time you see him do something like that, is he actually directing it at someone as opposed to mm. just, I don't know, having fun with the game? So yeah. I don't know. That's up for debate, but... I mean, it's easy for me to say because, you know, I'm happy whenever he I does mean, whatever You've been on the winning side of that for a long yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I agree with you, man. At the end of the day, look, everyone expresses that differently. You know, like if you're mm-hmm. at the top of the game, like people people are going to pick you pick you apart anytime yeah. you succeed and how you express succeeding in that moment mm-hmm. or in your career or whatever, because there's a mm-hmm. losing end to it. You know, like yeah, there's true. always somebody on the other end 
that's sad that Curry made that shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like Curry, not just he made that shot, he's doing a shimmy. You know? like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so like, but dude, it's entertainment, dude. I mean, yeah, dude. if you think about it at the end of the day, man, I know that they, they are trying to achieve the highest level and there's a competitiveness to it. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, when they look, reflect back, they get to play the game of basketball at the highest level and they only get a limited time to do it. So yeah. why not have freaking fun, man? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, a career is how long, dude? Like 10 years? For a lot of guys, maybe more, obviously, if you're if you're lucky. But, man, enjoy, dude. That's why I like seeing, watching Curry play. I'm not hating. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. If, you, if you're shooting from half court, <laughs> you know, shooting it from off balance, dang, dude, I'd be dancing, too. If Hell, I made yeah, man. Shots. I'm telling you right now. If we're on the court right now and I hit a shot like that, I'm dancing. <laughs> I'd be shimmying my ass. I'd be, like, lifting my shirt. I'd be doing all kinds of crazy stuff because, man, it is entertaining. And... I'm glad he is healthy and back. Knock on wood that he mm-hmm. stays healthy because it's just good for basketball, man. Yeah. Regardless of competition or whatever, it's just fun to watch. And we missed this during the mm-hmm. pandemic, and it's just nice to be able to kind of see that once again. And to sum it up, you know, the Warriors won today. And not only that, Curry clinched the scoring title, and he also scored 46 points in a very meaningful game. So as you said, like, ho- hopefully... And of course, Curry should get deserved credit, but he showed again. You know, there's there's no denying it after today for sure to win a, a pivotal game and then be the very reason as he always as he has been in the last how many the whole year of why the mm. Warriors won. Yeah, you can't deny it, man. Uh, if you're a hater and you deny it, you're you're just literally trying to close your eyes, you know, and not see the game. So. Let the man's game speak for itself. So yeah. that's all I'll say. Yeah. So let's let's move on to the Lakers. You know. So the Lakers, mm-hmm. they didn't need to win, but if they did win and the 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 Trailblazers lost, they would have got the sixth seed. But look, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Trailblazers won because they wanted to avoid the seventh seed to play in. So mm-hmm. the Lakers are uh, in seventh place, and we got to play mm-hmm. you guys. And that's. I'll be honest, man. I didn't. I didn't want that to happen. I was rooting hard for the Nuggets to beat the Blazers because I just wanted us to avoid the play-in. Yeah. But we're here at the play-in, man. The Lakers won today, and they had a little bit of a scare. Uh, mm-hmm. LeBron landed a little bit weird on his ankle. It didn't. It didn't turn, but mm-hmm. you could tell when he landed, it didn't feel good because he kind of landed on someone's foot a little bit, and he kind of went down and mm-hmm. he was trying to flex it. So, you know, this is the game we play, man. It's a war of attrition, as you always say. You know, yeah. each game you extra game you play there's that risk especially if you have a player that's injured and mm. recovering from the injury so mm. we're here now man you know yeah. um wednesday with with uh lebron hopefully you got two days to heal up man mm. we'll see what goes down man it's it's this is the play-in man this is what uh the nba wants and the fans are getting excited about it. i don't i'm don't get me wrong i'm excited i'm excited yeah. because it's at the end of the day man like even if uh, without the play, and you got to earn it, <laughs> you know, yeah. you can't dodge anyone at the end of the day, man. Yeah. You got to, you got to win these games. If you're good, you're going to win the game. Exactly. No excuses, exactly. right? You can't be like, exactly. oh, I'm trying to avoid someone. If we're, if we're not good enough, if we get beat by the Warriors in one game, I don't care what people say. We're just not good enough. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I'm scared. <laughs> I won't lie, man. <laughs> I was actually was, if you were to tell me who are you rooting for, right? I was rooting for the Warriors to lose. I'm talking about the easiest path for the Lakers to get to mm-hmm. the championship, right? If we if mm-hmm. we won the Warriors to lose, so we could po- possibly play Memphis instead of the you guys. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, look at what Curry did today. <laughs> I mean, I just don't see... I mean, Jaw is a once-in-a-lifetime 
I mean, he's he's a talent for sure, and he's he's getting mm-hmm. up there. But I don't think he can do what Curry does. Yeah. I like what you did there. Once it, uh, yeah, he's a talent. I, I was I was I was actually referring to Curry on that. I know. So I got that mixed up. I got that mixed up. I know what you mean. I know but he could end mean. up. He could end up there. So yeah, yeah. But he's not there yet. Too early. Still, still too early with Josh. But yeah, I mean, you you make a very very good point. But you know what I mean. The blueprint is there, man. The yeah. Lakers have have wiped the floor with us a couple of times this season. We were able to steal one mm-hmm. when the Lakers were kind of sleeping, but I don't think the Lakers are going to be sleeping this time mm-hmm. around, man. So, uh, with that said, you you mentioned LeBron had a little bit of a scare, and injury is always going to be um, you know a, a part of the conversation. And I'm I'm sure he's fine if he was able to kind of play yeah. through it you know what if I mean? you're out there man there's no excuses man exactly no excuses. exactly like lebron has been through all the wars man mm-hmm. he is gonna come ready to go and you know and ready to make a statement so as much as you are quote unquote uh scared mm-hmm. I-, I don't know man just the talent discrepancy is 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 scary yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, you saw what Jonas Valashunas did to us. Yeah. What are what the hell are we gonna do with Anthony Davis, freaking Andre Drummond? Oh. I don't know who else you have there. Marcus you know Sol. <laughs> Marcus Sol, exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say Dwight Howard, but you know what I mean. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's gonna be an interesting matchup, man. It's gonna be an interesting matchup. I think you guys have, you know, you have a a talent. The talent disparity yeah. between both of our teams are is is really significant, and I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be good ratings and a fun time. Yeah, I'll I tell know. You that. I mean, it's gonna come down to if it's a close game, you know, and that's just got to be the hope because it's gonna be a road game for you guys. So, mm-hmm. um, you got to keep it close, and then hopefully your superstar takes over. That's just that honestly, that's just how it is when you're on the road in a, in a playoff game. You as the road team, you always want to keep it close, and then just hope your guy, your number one guy, pulls through with the most clutch shots. And I will tell you this: Curry is one of the most scary, if not the <laughs> most scary, in clutch moments because he can literally hit any shot on the court, man. And that is true. That's the part where I'm scared about because I do think it's going to be close because the the Lakers this year have not been able to sustain as as you said, man. Like watching your team. There's a reason why our record is the way it is. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, if we were dominating, we wouldn't be in the seventh seed. Yeah. I mean, granted, there's a lot of factors that go into that, right? We haven't been yeah. able to stay healthy, but that's yeah. also the very reason why we we don't gel together, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like so mm-hmm. we go through these lulls, just like the Warriors do, man. Yeah. Like we haven't today, man. The game wasn't. I mean, I know we look like we won by a big margin, but I've been watching the games recently. Like, we are not able to destroy these teams that we should be able to destroy, dude. Mm. These are teams, New Orleans Pelicans, they had no one playing, dude. Mm. <laughs> Zion, B.I., is Lonzo out. And it was close yeah. till the third quarter. And, you you know, you you know this. You're like, certain teams are just like, how are you not blowing these guys out, man? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah, and that's, exactly. that's the scary part. We're like, okay, if we're not blowing these teams out, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a lot of things can come into play. Mm-hmm. Foul trouble, mm-hmm. injuries, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it, uh, especially in a one-game format, yeah. anything could happen, I know. like what you said. So You of all people know that, dude. Like, <laughs> there's certain times you just can't take anything for granted, man. Yeah. <laughs> one thing goes wrong, you when you zig you and you zag, it yeah. changes the complexion of everything. That's true. That's true. So that's why it's a, such a compelling matchup. It you is, know what man. I mean? Just because you you never know what you're gonna get, and 
It's like opening packs, man. You you anticipate something, you're gonna hit, pull something big, but then you get a clunker, or you don't expect that you'll get anything, and then you get you know you know this nice nice hit. So it's just, it's. I'll it's, tell you it's, what, it's, though, it's, this is this is perfect for the NBA, though. <laughs> well, yeah, it man, can't get any so better good. than this. A play in between the Warriors and Lakers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude, is... exactly. LeBron, I've seen it already in yeah. social media, man. It's just like oh. LeBron, Steph. It's it, It's like a finals. They got all this like artwork know, ready to dude. go yeah. for all of this. You know what I mean? MVP. I know. Uh, uh, MVPs, finals, MVPs, rings. Like, yeah. They would milk this if they could make it like a a seven-game series. I know, dude. You know what I mean? This is what Adam Silver had in mind with the play-in. And I don't know, man. It's going to be compelling TV. We shall see. I'll I'll tell you what. Obviously, our predictions are going to be, you hope the Warriors win and I hope the Lakers win. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to go into predictions. But Mm -hmm. I really do hope how it ends. (laughs) <laughs> is the Lakers and Warriors are both in the playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. because we're going to play each other for a playing game, but we're really playing just to get into playoffs at this point, yeah, right? Exactly. So I hope Pretty we much. both make it, and yeah, we, you and I can record podcasts about the Lakers <laughs> and Warriors in the playoffs. Exactly, man. We, we still got to get Charles in. We got to get, know, you know, some Laker heads uh, to come back and talk more about, like, matchups, but this is where we are right now. We'll yeah. see what happens. We'll take it game by game, by game and I'm optimistic that will be plenty to talk about as uh, as the next month uh, unfolds. Yeah. You know, one of our teams is going to make it one way or another. So I mean, I guess both of us have the, both of our teams have the best chance, okay, of making mm-hmm. it in the playoffs, but you got to win the game. So, well, yeah, as you said, you can only you can't there's no guarantees. So, we'll just see what happens Wednesday and then beyond that, we're going to have to we'll discuss it in full. Yeah, we'll so, so let's talk about things that are already set, all right? We're not mm-hmm. set. We're going to play Wednesday to figure that out, and mm-hmm. that's going to be awesome, dude. I can't wait for the mm-hmm. game. I'm going to be nervous as hell, but I can't wait. So, what we do know is everything is set otherwise in terms of the the West that the matchups that will be played, which is mm-hmm. Denver is going to play Portland. Awesome mm-hmm. series, dude. And the Clippers are going to play Dallas. Another mm-hmm. awesome series. I mean, these these are kind of repeats I mean, in a certain way. Yeah, like yeah, man. There's like yeah, the the storylines mm-hmm. are just there's there's plentiful, man. You just <laughs> the Dallas Clippers. Ooh, I love mean, that, they, man. I mean, uh, yeah, especially last like, year. You know, if you're a Dallas fan, you're saying we they pushed the Clippers and they didn't have Porzingis. So you're thinking, yeah. dang, this is our retribution essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, if Porzingis can stay healthy, of course. Yeah, that's a big if. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the the Denver port. I mean, you can't count Dame no. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If there's anybody out there that could, you know, go nuclear as well, it would be Dame. I'm pulling for Dame, dude. I'm pulling him for him so bad. I know he he needs it, but it seems like they're you know sorting out their own injury issues, yeah. or just their their own chemistry issues. So. I feel like Portland has been hotter coming into yeah. the playoffs yeah. in previous seasons than it has this year. So we'll see how that goes. And they get a Nuggets team without Jamal Murray. So maybe this is, Ooh, you know. I forgot about I Jamal, I know, dude. Man. I know. So Ooh, this might be the year for a 60 to knock down a third, which is pretty yeah, rare. Man. Which is pretty rare. That's true. That's true. That is true. So man. you might see Dame in the second round, man. Uh-huh. <sighs> 
Man, which I know you'll love. You'll love that. Yeah. Yeah. We've been specking their their butts I know for so for so long. <laughs> I think they're ready for retribution. So I don't know if I want to see that, but <laughs> like what you said, if you gotta get to the, the end goal, you gotta go through all these teams. What's your Where's what's Utah? Oh yeah, Utah's waiting for Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's just one. let's just play this out, right? Let's say yeah, if right. it stays the way it is now, right? You guys would be playing Utah. With mm-hmm. with Mitchell that has Donovan Mitchell, he has not played since he went down. You know, mm-hmm. he's got obviously another week to rest, but he's going to have to go straight into the heat of the playoffs without playing a warm-up game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, of course, in practice he has, but that's different, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, dude. you know, if anything, Utah, there's there's some questions there, you know? And Phoenix yeah. is the second seed. Actually, if let's say you guys beat us and you guys are the seventh seed. You guys play Phoenix and it's Chris Paul versus Curry again. <laughs> yeah, that's a juicy matchup. It's yeah. just that's that's great. I mean, there's you can't. I mean, each team there are a reason. There's a reason why they're up there in the standings. Mm-hmm. Like each team is dangerous. I don't even know who I'd want to match up with. You oh, know, yeah. even Take though Donovan is is injured, but like the Utahs. I mean, it's a system, man. They yeah. have so many shooters, and they can literally bury you. Mm-hmm. Like they play like warrior style basketball in terms of just having all these. Te- Jordan Clarkson, yeah, dude, he's, can he's killing it this year. Win a game, man. Yeah. yeah, he might win six man of the oh, year. Yeah. He easy. deserves it. He just, running away. Oh, I think easy actually. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, this, from a talent disparity standpoint, mm-hmm. and we're not even talking about Rudy Gobert, who's mm-hmm. like a defensive anchor. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, it might be tough. And then on the other side of the coin, CP, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And obviously, he's, he's, Book. He's a proven winner. And, and, and Book is he's mm-hmm. trying to, you know, start his own sort of playoff resume. So it's just, I don't know. There's nothing to win. I don't know who you want to match up with. It, I guess if you get. Yeah. I was going to say... Give me a choice. I don't... I, I, you go first. Phoenix? Mm-hmm. I, I, I was going to say that too. I, man. I would say Phoenix. Just just because Utah has had that team for a while. So, like, chemistry really is not a problem for them, you know? Um, yeah. And the Suns, book is not tested yet. I mean, dude is a rising star. I mean, he is a mm-hmm. star already, but mm-hmm. he hasn't been battle-tested, you know? Mm-hmm. Utah has been in the playoffs the last couple of years, and that squad has been together for, for a quick quick minute too, so... You know, you don't want to you want to mess with a team that's been together, you know, <laughs> and been yeah. battle tested. So that's true. Yeah. And that's and CP three has he proven to stay healthy? He's a little he's getting up there. So who knows? He could, you know, just don't know with these old guys, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's. I mean, either way, it's going to be a tough go. But yeah, that's you got to play who's in front of yeah. you. So we'll see what Let, happens. Let's make some predictions of the teams that are set. Let's say uh, you go first with this matchup: Denver and Portland, three versus six. No, 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 no Jamal Murray. Port- I'm gonna go Portland. Uh-huh. I, I, uh, I, I know that's a that's a hot take, mm-hmm. especially with uh, Jokic being like a an MVP oh, yeah. candidate. But the Murray loss is, it, it's gonna like he he showed out last season. You know what Murray can yeah. bring to the table, the and it's gonna be tough for Denver to be able to kind of, you know. Uh, compensate for that loss i know michael porter jr is playing well mm-hmm. and they have a lot of other veterans mm-hmm. but that murray loss is going to be too much and you know can't count out dame yeah yeah all right man i want to go denver but i feel you man on portland dude i'm such a big dame fan that's why <laughs> it's hard for me i don't want to pick against dame so we'll, we'll yeah. just we'll just agree fine we'll agree okay. how about clippers versus dallas I don't know, man. I think the Clippers are on a mission. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Playoff P wants to make a statement, mm. and 
uh, I don't know. I mean, as as transcendent, and I I use that twice already in this spot, <laughs> but uh, as trans and and, and aptly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as transcendent as Luca is, I just think that the Clippers just are on a mission to make a statement. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna go out on the first round, dude. I have a feeling that you know it's gonna be a Clippers Clippers series win. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna step out on the bold frontier right here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Dallas is gonna win <laughs> because right. Right. keyword transcendent Luca. <laughs> let's just yeah, let's just let's just, Dallas just knock out the Clippers, bro. Just, just put 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 Leo to misery. <laughs> we'll see, man. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it, we'll it'll see. be exciting to watch either way. So let's 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 end this podcast on the East and let's just make quick predictions because we have mm-hmm. our boy Josh. You know he's in the playoffs, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got we got uh, let's see Milwaukee versus Miami. You want to just make a quick call on that one? Uh, I think Milwaukee's. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had reinforcements, so I think they're gonna get up there this this season. I think Miami kind of used up all their luck last season. Mm-hmm. They're still a good team, but still not enough to beat Milwaukee. Good call. I agree. I think Milwaukee's looks looks even better this year. All right, yeah. this is this is the one. This is the one that Josh is eagerly awaiting for. New York, mm-hmm. who is the fourth seed versus Atlanta. So Atlanta's the way the way team, all right? Or like the yeah the. The team that's the fifth seed. They don't start with home mm-hmm. court advantage. Whew. Uh, whew. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Hawks, bros, man. Trey Young, baby. Wow. He's gonna. I got. I got some investments in the Trey Young card market, <laughs> so I want those investments to go up, up, up. I think. Uh, I think New York. They had a good run, mm-hmm. but it's time for the Hawks to to go to the next level. Wow, man. You know. I actually think New York's gonna win that series. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't. It's hard for me to say it because I love you know how much we love Josh, dude. Yeah. Nothing would give me more joy than seeing the Hawks win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think New York has it. I think they got that grit, dude. They really mm-hmm. do, man. Mm-hmm. That tips team and Derrick Rose. That that's a story in itself too. You know, yeah. like again, I want I want the Hawks to win, but I think New York's gonna win. I'm sorry, Josh. I'm sorry. I don't want to say. Don't don't listen to this one. Don't listen to yeah. this one. I got you, Josh, man. <laughs> Hawks in six. Woo! Hot take, man. I think it's going to go seven, dude. Honestly, I think that those two teams we are going to go. See, uh, and can you imagine a, a seventh game in Madison Square Garden with Trey Young on the biggest stage? Your your stock's going to rise on that card, though. Yeah, if he man. wins that game, yeah. woo Yeah, man. My, my Trey Young uh, hollows are, are hitting eBay right when that happens. Man. Get That's ready, man. Happen. Get those listings ready. Dude. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, obviously, uh, aside from that, we got Brooklyn, who's the second seed. Philly, the first I don't think they're gonna win the. Uh, I don't think they're gonna lose the first round. This I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think ugh, they got it handled. So yeah, come Wednesday, we're gonna end this episode now. Wednesday, we're gonna we have a lot to talk about after Wednesday night. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Wax Wednesday and win Wednesday. Someone's gonna win from from our teams. Hey, so shout out happen. to Wax Wednesdays for people that tune into this podcast. Check out our Instagram, Ball vs. Life Official. We whack, we rip cards every Wednesday. So this that Wednesday we're gonna be ripping cards. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the Lakers and Warriors, dude. Woo. Oh, man. We'll see what happens. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Again, you can follow us our socials on the description below. See you guys Wednesday. <laughs> That's the best we can put it. Peace. All right. Peace.